Hello everybody, it's Harry here. So in April we recorded our episode 12 of Warriors of the Deep and Kill the Moon, but unfortunately uh, we thought we'd wrecked that audio because of my mistake. But luckily, and thanks to me, not thanks to Ian Levine, you'll be thankful for, uh, I found some stems from the stereo pair of microphones that I have on the ceiling in my studio. Now, the only thing is that they have uh, a gate on them, so some of the audio is a bit a bit funny, but I thought it'd be worth editing something together just for you to hear what we had to say about those two stories. So, uh, yeah, like I say, the audio isn't great, but, you know, a little bonus for you. Take care. See you next time. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Who Can Convince You? I'm Harry. I'm Luke. How are you? Mmm, good. We've, uh up the stakes of this podcast this week. What are you drinking? I am drinking Asahi. Super dry. Is that how you say it? Let me see. Asahi. I've never seen that before in my life. Is it Japanese? It is Japan. It is Japan's number one beer. Wow. I'm drinking America's number one beer. Budweiser. Budweiser. Mmm. That's strange, isn't it? Isn't it strange? The choices we make. The choices. What have you done this week in the terms of Doctor Who? In terms of Doctor Who, what yeah. have I done this week? Mm. I have prepared for this story, mm. two stories that we're doing. I have received confirmation of my Cyberhead coming next week. Mm. I have been trawling the internet, uh, looking at a lot of tweets. Um, mm. Is that it, really? Do you want to know what I've been doing? No. I've got, oh, go on then. I've been watching uh, Capaldi series. I've been looking at cancel culture. That was news to me, but not really. And that's about it, really. Mm. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What a podcast this is. (laughs) Also, we should mention we are trying a new audio recording method. So hopefully this week it might sound a little bit cleaner to everybody. We're not. We're still going to say fucking shit. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you meant it just audibly. Mm. The timbre wasn't mm. changed, but the clarity should be somewhat improved. Definitely pick that up. Mm. Um, should we do a quiz? Yeah. I'll tell you. What, well, before the quiz, everybody's going to have a quiz. Um, before the quiz, yeah. where are you up to in your new Who rewatch? I've never watched it before. Yeah, but where are you up to in, to your, in your new Who watch? I'm up to season nine. Oh, season nine. Mm. I'm up to season nine. And Which season? Nine. I'm up to season nine. Season nine. And... What was what a year? <laughs> what was the last episode? I don't know. I, they're very getting very forgettable now. Um, no, they're not. Fucking hell! I'm up to season nine, mm. and I just finished season eight. I'm a few episodes in season nine. Just watch your favorite, <laughs> your favorite uh, two episodes of Doctor Who, New Who. Mm. Two of your favorites. Off, what are they? So you're on season ten? Nine. Nine. Is it season nine? I'm sure it's season ten. The, the Dalek ones. Oh right, okay. 
the witch is familiar and the magician's apprentice. Yeah. What's that? Minus a, a few bits, but. But season eight was awful. Really, really. Now, bad. remind me. Season eight, end of Matt Smith. Yeah, Capaldi's first season. Okay. And I think they just forgot how to do Doctor Who. It's not really Doctor Who. No, that's something. It's really bad. Not in terms of, like, a TV show quality. Well, hmm. But it's just not Doctor Who. We spent a lot of time in school. We spent a lot of time. I mean, yeah, just... It's a, it's a nice hark back because the school is Cold Hill School, isn't it? Yeah. Which is the school that the Doctor's granddaughter attends in the very first episode of an earthly child. Yeah. That's they're using that school. Other than that, <laughs> I don't want to be there. No. I like the characters though. I really like the characters. Mister Pink, mm-hmm. Lara, mm-hmm. or Danny Pink, isn't it? Um. Capaldi especially. Um, I think they're all fantastic. But, fuck. Yeah, I, I'm going to dread picking any episodes in the future of Season 8. They're really bad. Maybe we should just do Season 8 in one big chunk. Oh, God. And watch our view account. Yeah, go dive down there. Nice. Nice. So, there we go. So join us next week on our reviews. We do a quiz now. Yeah, let's just do it now. Let's do it now. Okay, so to spice things up a little bit this week, I have decided to choose Doctor Who merchandise. Mm. Different, isn't it? Uh, different. It's not too different for everybody because I know that people get settled into what they like. Yeah. Um, but we'll try it and see how it goes anyway. So we've got four items of Doctor Who memorabilia. You are going to order them in price highest to lowest, or as you did last week. Lowest to highest. I do lowest to highest, you do highest to lowest. Okay, so, well, you price order them in any way you see fit. Okay? I'll do highest to lowest, but when I host the quiz, I do lowest to highest, just to piss everybody off. So, four items. Item A. Vintage Doctor Who 1976 Dalek bubble bath with original box. Please note the bubble bath is not in the bottle. It's spent. It has been spent. There's no more. Mm. So, there we go. Item B is Doctor Who vintage Dennis Fisher action figure Tom Baker with a reproduction box. Mm. Okay? A reproduction box? Mm. What does that mean? Somebody's made the original, like, a I copy of the original box. There's no point having it, is there? Yeah. Not the original. Item C is a vintage original Doctor Who 1965 Dodge the Daleks game board. People pay for this shit, do they? Apparently so. And item E. Or item D. <laughs> wow. Is a Doctor Who vintage, vintage because that sells, sells more, mm-hmm. 1965 Max toy rare friction drive Dalek boxed. What they've done there is used all the words of the item description and just mm. put them in any order yeah. that they thought. Put vintage, yeah, toy, what is it? Friction, yeah, Dalek, box. Yeah. Those items again for you, one more time. 1976 Dalek bubble bath, Dennis Fisher Tom Baker toy, 
1965 Dalek DOS the Dalek game board thing, and a Max Dalek in the box. In absolute mint condition. No, it's not. Look at the pictures, it's not. Look at that little... It's as mint as it's going to get. Yeah, I suppose. I'd say it's A+. Okay. So, tell us your thinking. What are you thinking as this is happening? I'm going highest to lowest. You can do it any way you want. I'm going highest to lowest. All right, then. Um, Now, with the board game... Yes. I've got pictures of all these, by the way, in front of me. I'm not seeing... I'm just seeing the board. I'm not seeing any pieces or anything like that. Everything is included, except the box that came in. Right. I am assuming... I've never seen this That's before. strange for a board game. Isn't it weird? Usually you put a piece missing on the board. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen this game before, but I'm assuming from the pictures it is like Snakes and Ladders. It looks like life to me. Oop. Game of life. Oh, right. It's probably Snakes and Ladders. I would have thought so. It's basically... I'm going to assume then it's Snakes and Ladders, but with pictures of Daleks. And... Sort of go, stay here, and... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Any other questions about the items? As I say, the bubble bath is not in the bubble bath. Yeah, this bubble bath, right. Mm. I used to love the bubble bath toys that you get from Asda. Uh, Captain. Yeah, and stuff. Well, they did ones like with Spider-Man. They did oh, Iron Man, Iron Man ones recently, when he screwed off his head. They've always got something weird about them, though. Mm. You screw off a part of their you know, appendages and that you're not supposed to screw off. Yes. What was that? Right, to blow the bottle, wasn't it? <laughs> Let me try one more time to blow the bottle. Wow! I didn't know you could do that. You can do anything with a bottle. Let me try. <laughs> so come on then, what's your thinking? Um, yeah, the, so I like ball bath and I pay a mint for it. Um, I'm going to put that, I reckon it's middle, uh, let's go with the top, the top, the top one I think is going to be the most expensive. I reckon item D, that Dalek with siren and flashing lights. It looks like crap though. It looks like it's horrendous. It looks like um, like you get a pack of power, like dodgy Power Rangers mm. from a pound shop, and they got nothing to do with it, you know. Yeah. Um, it looks like a knockoff thing. So, but I reckon for some reason that's going to be up there. I reckon that's the highest. You're saying the Dalek is the highest? Yeah. And then the bubble bath? Um, no. Oh, right, okay, sorry. Sorry. Then sorry. the board game. Okay. I think board game with all its pieces is something to look for, you know. And that's quite, you know, I haven't got any board games from 20 years ago yeah. that have got the pieces. Yeah. So, you know, 60 years ago, eras. Damn it. And the board looks like it's in good condition. It does look pretty no good spillages. as well. No spillages. Um, no yellow stains or... Or board yellow. It was white. Um, then I'm going to go for the Tom Baker figure. Okay. Uh, again, looks like crap. It doesn't look like anything like him. But, I like how his clothes are all fabric. Like it's not just like a plastic doll thing. Yeah. Um... And then lastly, I'm going to go for the bubble bath. 
Okay, because it is spent, and I would like to know what a Dalek's inside smell like. Strawberry. Ooh, so, repeat your choice again once for, more for me. I'm going item D first, the Dalek. Yeah. Wait, it's the lowest. I'm going lowest. Wait, which? No, highest. Jesus Christ. Dal the Dalek is highest. Okay. And then it's the board. I'm just going descending order. Yes. I'm going D. Highest descending order. Highest to lowest. So you're going Dalek? No, I mean I'm going D. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're going in the order that they the appear. The okay. order, yeah. So you're going Dalek is the most expensive. Yeah. Then the board game. Yeah. Then the Dennis Fisher song. Ten fuck. Yeah. Dennis Fisher action figure. Then the bubble bath. Mm. What do you think? I reckon I got it wrong. I reckon you got it wrong as well, and you did get it wrong. Mm. So, in first place, let's see if everybody can guess the prices now. Any guesses what first place might be? The figure. It is the bubble bath. What? <laughs> it's spent now. Yeah. So the vintage Doctor Who 1976 Dalek bubble bath with original box is... How much? 50. £199.99. Oh, I suppose it's one of those things where if you're using bubble bath, you're going to throw out the bottle when it's done. You're going to throw out the box as soon as you open it. It's just yep. designed to be thrown out. Can I point out as well, all of these items have sold in the past week. So, they're not like they're on eBay going for this much, but they'll never sell. We've never done this before, but these have all sold. Yeah, maybe we should see sold yeah. in the future. Because nobody's going to buy this shit, are they? Well, apparently they did. Item 2. Any ideas what it might be? It's going to be the board game. It is not. Oh, it's yeah. going to be the Dalek. It's the Max Dalek. 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 Price? £149.99. £190 exactly. Wow. It isn't that bad, I wouldn't say, for the Max Dalek. How big is it? Uh, they're probably about, stand about 8 inches. So it's big enough to, like, it looks tacky. It's, it just looks like crap. It yeah. looks like absolute crap. I, d I don't know why you'd want it. Yeah, it's vintage, but it doesn't mean it was good at the time. Well, vintage it sells, it? doesn't it? Vintage sells. Um, oh. In third place, it is the Dennis Fisher Tom Baker. Mm. Any ideas on the price? 170. Incorrect. It is 125 pounds and four pound postage. Would you so buy it? Would you buy it? Uh, would I buy it? Probably not. If I had money to burn, definitely. Right. And that means in fourth place, we've got the Dodge the Dalek board game. Yeah. Coming in at... 50. 99. 99. 99. 99. Yours for only 99. 99. With four monthly repayments at 99. 99. That was a fun quiz, wasn't it? Yeah, it was alright. I like that one. I like seeing nasty, nasty, tacky shite from the past. Um, if if I had to have any of these, though, I'd have the board game. I do. I don't think, so I think I'd have to use it. And it, I've never seen that before. No. So, it, you know, I'm not sure as well whether the alcohol is a good idea during the podcast. But we will find out. I'm feeling it. Brilliant. Make one it beer. Well, yeah. One. As you can tell, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker. I, this is the first time I drank. There's a bottle of whiskey downstairs. I'll throw up. <laughs> I will throw this first time I've drank in like a year and a half. Yeah. Right. Let's get on with the reviews. Can you stop spinning? 
Put your feet on the floor. Okay. But, oh, it's yours first, isn't it? Mew who? It's Kill the Moon first. Brilliant. Okay, so Kill the Moon. Yes. It was called Kill the Moon. See, <laughs> uh, it's it aired. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Well, you're doing it completely out of order now. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Story. Yeah. Series. Air date. Writer. Director. Erdoriais. Kill the Moon. <laughs> um, it, the story title is Kill the Moon. And it's a part of C. Fuck me. Once we get going, it'll be fine. So Kill the Moon. It is serial number seven, or episode number seven of season eight. Uh, aired on the 4th of October 2014. The writer was Peter Harness. Mm. The director was Paul Wilmhurst. Wilmshurst? I haven't written that down. Okay. Producer was Peter Bennett. And the music was none other than Mori 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 Gold. And only one episode, only the one. Would you like a little snop tie? I would like a snop a snop eye. Wow. The Doctor, Clara and Court <clears throat> Courtney go visit the moon in twenty forty nine where they discover that the Earth's constant companion is a little more than another mere celestial. Body. Filmed in Lan- Lanzarote. Lanzarote. Lanz- how do you say it? Lanzarote. Lanzarote. This is the first time they've filmed in Lanzarote since Planet of Fire. Yeah, in uh, Peter Davison. Bryant's. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we were one off with that, weren't we? I've only seen her second out in. Yeah, I'm sure she's new in. Um, Revelation to Daleks. I think that's a bit. Forget them. Anyway. <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, it's Can I just stop you there? <laughs> <laughs> I think this episode is heralded as a bad one. I think it's universally not liked. From what I've seen. Yes. Other critics like it. Okay. Um, but yeah, what do you think? I think it was a... It's okay. Mm. Until you sort of realise that nothing was happening in the story. You say this when you don't like something. No, not that... No, because, well... They go to the moon. <laughs> they go to the moon, mm. and they have no effect on what happens, really, do they? No, it seems to already have happened. I wish I watched that episode. Yes. Yeah, but, no, I'm in the same boat as you. It's fair. It's fair. It's, yeah, it's fair until sort of midway through, and then I completely lose interest. Yeah. It's a good idea. It is a good idea. It is a cool idea, because it looks like an egg. It's probably a better idea in a book. Exactly. And probably that's not yeah, to do. That's exactly right, isn't it? Just because... How can you visualise that? 
Well, it's not even visualising it. It sounds like a great idea. It does, yeah. But it seems like the sort of great idea that people would say, yeah, that's good, but it's not for us. Yeah. But Stephen Moffat said, <laughs> bring it on. Let's do it. And it's not a bad story. No. But nasty talk choices. Nasty choices. Yes. That could um, have been avoided. Yeah. And to, just nothing really, because it's basically, we turn up on the moon. Mm. The moon is starting to crack. Are you doing the act on some real mind? No, I'm just I'm going over my <laughs> overall thought. Yeah. You know, we turn up on the moon. The moon starts to crack. <laughs> yeah. We find out that the moon is an egg. Mm. The doctor disappears and leaves them to have their choice. Mm. Mm. And then the moon cracks and laid again. The moon gets laid. Now, would you want Act 1 summary? Go on, then. Alright, then. The doctor and Clara... This is all written by me, by the way. Nice. This isn't from my TARDIS wiki or anything, no. Act 1. The Doctor and Clara kidnap a child called Courtney. Yes, it's written by me. Called Courtney. They take the TARDIS to the moon in 2049 to make Courtney feel special. They land on a space shuttle and find three astronauts, Duke, Henry and Lundvik. They tell the Doctor that they are there to find the Mexicans or something. I don't really know whether the Mexicans were there to try and find minerals but died. They walk and find a mining base and discover the moon is disintegrating. And they find the spiders. Mm. Oh, wait, that's not yet. I don't know. I don't know. Spiders not yet. Ah. Um, so, I don't mind the Courtney idea. Do you know who Courtney is? Um, student, isn't it? It is. She was in the previous episode. Yeah, the caretaker. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that? I have watched it. Not recently. Oh. Mm. Um, and the Doctor took her in that episode to space. I don't know why he did that. Mm. He took her and she threw up in the TARDIS and that's why she's got the... Right. Uh, I can't remember because she thought there were two spray bottles. Yeah. We should get to those. Mm-hmm. But I assumed she had some sort of a bug about it. No, she just threw up last she's time. So this time she's going to... Yeah, she's going to clean up this time because she was sick last time. Mop would be better, wouldn't it, really? Um, just going to spray it with all that. All that yeah. sand. You know when you throw up and you sand on yeah. it? Yeah. No way. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Crystals. I think they're the same sort of crystals that you put down the drain. Hmm. Um, yeah. The, I don't mind it. But the thing that sort of bugs me a little bit, I don't want to piss anybody off by saying this, but it's the whole to feel special. I've written that down, but first, I want to say you jinxed it, because you asked me previously what to think of a kid companion. Yes. And season 8 is, is rife with it. I, I don't, I don't I know. I have no idea. It's awful. Um, the one I watched, I think it's part of season 8, it's where forest overtakes their world mm. and there's a whole school trip with the doctor it's horrendous I don't know why you, I don't um, okay <laughs> um we're at school again at the beginning aren't we mm. uh, I can only assume that there's so many kids now 
because Matt Smith, very accessible to a younger audience, isn't he? And now Capaldi, he's ancient. These kids aren't so up and down. Oh, they're not going to like this guy. Dude! Oh! Yeah, that bit. Um, so I can only assume that Steve Moffat said, right, these kids will need to relate to some character in this thing to associate themselves in some way with the plots. Uh, monsters aren't enough anymore because. God, you tell me. God, you tell me. It's either the same monster with a different skin or it's. They're just not great monsters. Sometimes they're brilliant though. Pop it misses. Anyway, that's why I think the kids are there. But Courtney, she's not just any kid. Special. I think that's what's wrong with kids today. Everyone has to be special. Yeah, see, it's given to her. Courtney demands it, and the doctor has to give her the special card. I mean, I don't want to seem as if I'm a bit tall gradient. Mm. Everybody's got. Yeah, it's it's my mum's teacher, and. Hmm. True. And nowadays, it's very much like that. Everyone's. Um, I don't think you can. I think stickers are frowned upon even. Like, giving a gold sticker to people who did good, but the other people didn't do as good. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Um, well, but yeah, sports day. Like, everybody win, you win everyone wins now. Where it's like, it used to be when I was in school, that first prize would get the first prize ribbon, then second and third, and after that, everyone just got a lollipop. We didn't even get a lollipop. I remember getting told you won like a girl. So Wow, there's so much wrong with that statement. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember being told you won like a girl. Mm. So you're not. Even though wow. I was of, of superior height. Yeah. Um, can be detrimental to the uh, But yeah, I remember, I didn't think I'd have a chance as well. They said they just told me to eat. No, no way. Honest to God, the only thing I ever did was the egg and spoon rice. <laughs> fucking mad. One every year. No. Yeah. Have your ass. Yeah, I think that's the, the opposite direction. I'm glad we moved away from those days, because it's a shit. Yeah. Why would you want, you know, but, discrimination. It's horrible. If you don't come first, second, or third. Life doesn't work like that. It, you yeah. can't cater to these well, why kids. why haven't I got the job? <laughs> You're, yeah, you know... It's you just life doesn't work like that, and I think it's damaging that these kids are growing up with the idea that you know from they all right. Yeah, and life will shit on you. Yeah, I'm not saying that they don't need support, but just the way that Courtney does this is horrific. I demand who the fuck is she? She demands that she is special, and no, she says. She's special I think and demands that the doctor appreciates that, goes back on his word, and takes to the moon. I think it's different. Like, if you think of, say, when I've taught a piano student, mm. and I was going to say that they say they're not the greatest, mm. but they think they're great, yeah, that's fine. Because they enjoy doing what they're doing. Yeah. But you can't expect everybody else to think great. No. It just it, it doesn't work like you can't mm. because it's false hope, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Anyway. Well, I just think reality checks are a thing that 
mm. people need to have. Uh, yeah, I will, and I will say, it didn't piss me off as like, here we go again. No. But, because I listened to a podcast the other day, mm. and I won't name them. Alright. And they are so against all of this cancelled love. Mm. But, oh, go to Everything is yeah. I draw the line with stuff like that when they were woke, or was it a podcast that no, they was going to town against woke? Yeah. Um, horrible. I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, I was going to go down an avenue that I didn't want to go down. Well, it's just. You can't really. That's about what the podcast What's the podcast? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I just don't see the point in being that. No. But I think it's good to comment on it. No. Like when, like the whole, going back to it again, the whole when Jody thing. Hmm. Like people lost it. That's it. I'm not watching now. Oh, piss off. Uh, uh, why not watch it? Mm. Well, just because it's a woman. Because that's making an absolute yeah, assumption. Worse that you're yeah, it's horrible. Well, if you actually watch it, you know it's shit. It's like, and you can... <laughs> you know when people send us bad feedback? And mm. like, it makes it... Do it even more just to piss people. Yeah. It's like that. Mm. Like, right, it's not like this. Oh, God. <laughs> but to bring it back to corny, though. Yes. I'm all for support and giving people support they need to excel in their careers or lives or anything like that. It's yep. amazing. I'm glad we've opened up to that to, you know, yep. be more emotional and things like that. But, Human. yeah, I think it's so important. And there's only in recent years that's, that, you know... It's just because of praise, isn't it? Don't this, yeah, what Courtney does here... Praise. I'm terrified that's what kids will grow up doing, expecting and demanding these things. I mean, that's scary. I think that's, that's the monster in this. <laughs> Um, but now, if she just said, you said I wasn't special before, and I just want to know what that meant. <laughs> can I sit down with a doctor on the steps in the TARDIS? Before you press that, can you just give yeah. me for a second? Yeah. Um, but now she demands it, and it, it's just, I've never seen a show that manages to make its audience dislike a character so much, so quickly. I think it's really impressive. Um... But no, maybe she'd like me and says things she doesn't mean sometimes. Um, so they go to the moon. Well, they know, they go to the space shuttle, don't they? Well, they go to Lanzarote. They go to Lanzarote. Um, and Capaldi says what everyone is thinking when those three astronauts come yes. to the room. He just says, oh, shoot the girl first. I, I love Capaldi. I think he's great. He is great. Um, it just always feels like he's not having as nice a time as he thought he would no, be having. I think that's his character arc. Maybe. Oh, all the way through now. Yeah. It's very much, uh, this is, this is in season eight, isn't it? Yeah. So this whole series is, as soon as Capaldi comes into it, he's a miserable bastard. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. awful. Um, I think it's a bad choice, to be honest. Um, 
and that starker contrast of Matt Smith. But I quite see. I quite like that contrast. Mm. Of it puts you, yeah, it immediately changes it from being right the young sexy doctor mm. to the, somebody who really likes Pertwee. Yeah. Or, or you know, looks like Pertwee. Yeah. You know. It's it's such a difference to having that sort of middle-aged doctor rather than... Yeah, definitely. I, I, I Personally, I prefer it. Not because of the age thing. No, it is. Well, no, it is because of the age thing. I yeah. just think it suits the character, him being a bit older. Well, yeah, it does. Um, I especially like how they wrote that change in character as well. It impressed me. Like, Clara really has to deal with the fact that the one, the person she kind of loved, yeah. is gone now. And this stuff is completely different. And they wrote it in a very careful way, and I think it, it worked. Um, but uh, over the series, he's slowly beginning to be more, you know, have a heart, even. I think the third episode is, the, or is it second? I think it's the third, when they have to shrink down and go inside the Dalek. Oh, into the Dalek. Yeah. Dreadful episode, but... He's horrible, Matt. He generally is horrible. He's not the Doctor. Mm. Heartless. Um, he is. He's horrible. <laughs> but, yeah, this is all about him growing in this series. I think that's why there's so many kids in school and life. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, I like Capaldi. I think he's great. Yeah. The stories in the series are shit, though. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? The Lanzarote looks good, doesn't it? Do you know what? So Lanzarote is all of the um, moon surface shots, isn't it? Yeah. And the, sort of touching on this and the CGI, it's a mix of bloody hell and bloody hell, like good and oh dear. What are the good bits? The moon surface is fantastic mm. until we see where the mountain, the ridges have been yeah. made to where that finishes and space starts. That doesn't look great. No. It doesn't look great when we see the spaceship, you know, when they come out of the yeah. shuttle. The shuttle looks dreadful. But yeah, the, the only real bit of that was the doorway they came out of. Everything else. And then, you know, the moon base sort of thing that we go into. Yeah. It looks dreadful as an establishing shot when we see the whole thing. Cobwebs on the side and stuff. But then, when we go to the actual shot of them coming up to it, mm. it looks great. Mm. And then other things like the spiders and the cracks on the moon look terrible. Yeah. And the thing that yeah. is a bit off is the sort of, you can sort of just see the sky, can't you, when they're facing... <laughs> You know, when they're looking yeah. up towards the camera. But you can sort of get rid of that with, sort of, if in space, speaking from experience yeah. now, when you're on the moon, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the, the sun is there, isn't it? Yeah. The sun is still, it just looks off, because the moon seems so dark when you're on the surface bits. Yeah. And then it sort of looks really bright whenever they... There's just something a bit strange about it, the way that it's done. But it looks great. Right. <coughs> um, for the most part, anyway. I think it's well done. Overall, it, is, yeah. it looks pretty good. You see shots of Lanzarote. Mm. Uh, 
they've done some sort of like decolorization. I was going to say, because, yeah. Um, like desaturation of everything oh, else. Set lands are on fire. All that. Yeah. Came back a week later. Um, but, yeah, kept the seats bright orange. Um, but it, it works really well, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, Just going back to the story about Court. You know, yeah. when he's walking in the corridor, Franklin Harris talking to him, he says, What is Courtney Woods? I like that. Well, so when Clara is talking to the doctor about Courtney oh, Woods. Oh, I guess they're right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Capaldi says, What is Courtney Woods? Yeah. It's great. And uh, so there's some really nice lines. The dialogue in this isn't that bad. No, and the acting's not that bad either, no, I don't think. No. But besides. We'll get to that. I'm sure we'll pick up on the acting as we go along. I mean, I can't, we can't really speak about Courtney because she just. Well, I don't, when I watch her. I think she's just an annoying teenager, which I suppose is... I th- yeah, I don't think she's a terrible actress. No, I don't. I don't she's that bad. That character is dreadful. God, she's a... <laughs> Can't shout at kids now. You know what you were saying about the spacesuits? Yeah. Paldi does not suit being in a spacesuit. Uh, I didn't, didn't really have that problem. He looks a bit odd. No, do you want to know... Uh, Lanzarote is very hot, isn't it? It is hot. And keep the actors cool. Oh yeah, you know about it. Is it the tubes? Yeah, they should. Yeah, he was a pumping cold water around there. That's good. Cavalli hated it. Apparently, hated it. Said it felt really weird. I imagine it would. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. It's funny. <laughs> um, it's great in Comic Con panels. I haven't seen any of, it, uh, any of them. But honestly, I've seen it. Matt Smith and every time he runs out, like, hi, I'm here! Yeah, yeah. Gross. Horrible. I like Matt Smith. That's <laughs> gross. Um, these astronauts. Yes. They're a little bit old, aren't they? There is a reason for it. You know, yeah, well, you know, what's her name? Is it Lund- Lundvik? Lundvik? Yeah. Hermione Norris, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I find her a really boring actress. Because she's in Lion yeah. Duty. Oh, no, she isn't. Spooks. Mm-hmm. Cold Feet. She's in a lot of, like, British crime things, isn't mm-hmm. she? And I always, everything that she's in, I find her really boring. She's got this drony, miserable... Uh, I've seen an interview and she's exactly the same. It's weird, yeah, isn't it? I like, think it's just how she does it. I don't think she's a bad... She's not a bad no, actress. definitely not. But she's got that one... Yeah. When they want somebody to do that thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. there yeah. Was, yeah, there were a few times when... Well, I mean, the planet's going to die. And they sabotage it. They act, you know, the Doctor and Clara, they say, we're not going to kill it. And she's just like, why the bloody hell did you did you do that? Mm. You know, did, did you know what you're doing? Yeah, come on, you'd be distraught. Your family just died back there. And so, essentially, yeah. Uh, but she plays it well. Um, but the other two, <laughs> there's that one of them. Do you know? Have you two recognised one of them? I don't think I do. No. No. Hey. Uh, so. Oh, hang on. Oh. Is it, he's been in Doctor Who before, hasn't he? Like classic Who. Uh, his name's Tony. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> his name is Tony. I forgot to get his second name. I can't think what he's in. 
uh, Tony Asoba. Raise the glass to Tony Asoba. I've run out. So he was in... First appeared in Destiny of the Daleks. Mm. Then in Dragonfire. Wow. Is that bad? Was it bad? No, it's not bad, but... Right. Um, but it does seem very, very old. To be astronauts, I mean. Um, but well, the, the reason is that space and space travel is, like, not the in thing on Earth now. Well, like, they have no desire to go to space, and these are the last, like, astronauts they could scrap together, NASA. Well, this that sort of theme of it feels a lot like, um, Sea to Doom or Sea to Death. I always get them mixed up. Yeah. It always, that, the start of a story with the whole space travel thing feels a lot like it. Seed of Death. Yeah, feels a lot like the Seed of Death. That you on you're not familiar with the story, are you? No, it was just lucky guess. Lucky guess. Yeah. Um, that at this point, there's T-Mat, which is like um, like the cars, little boxes that people stand in, and they can get transferred to places. Right. And there's a base on the moon. Yeah. T-Mat has stopped working, and they've got no way to get to the moon. It's like a teleporter. Yes. So the teleporter stopped working, right. so they have to go to a museum and mm. find a rocket, use that to get right. the moon. Right, it's the same. Yes. Same premise. And everybody's yeah. forgotten, like, how do we do this? Right. Is it? Okay. Um, do you reckon it's a callback, or is it? Uh, very vague. I don't I reckon yeah. it probably is. Coincidence. Yeah. Which is strange, right? You can't really imagine, because of all the things that happened in New Who, I can't really imagine that in 2049, which isn't something like 20 odd years after. Well, we don't use the shuttle anymore, do we? No, but also we haven't had Cybermen, Daleks, Sardine oh. coming down. Yeah, isn't it? Everyone's fully aware. Them. Like, we know that space is out there and we have alien technology. Yeah. Should we go, nah, let's just leave it. Fuck. I've, I've seen the space on. shuttle taken off. You have, yeah. It does. In Florida, yeah. In, in uh, Kennedy Space Station. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, it was the loudest thing I think I've ever heard. Mm. All the crocodiles came out of the water. No. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Space Shuttle Endeavour. You were in Florida at one point. Yeah. How the hell did your parents get you there? Drags kicking and screaming. And do you know what, as well? My parents made me watch Castaway the night before we flew. That's fine. Mm. Mm. I didn't. Yeah, I know. Ugh. <coughs> but anyway, the other astronauts die pretty quick on the spiders. Yeah, I think it's the best way, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the spiders? Well, they're not they're not spiders as such, are they? The no, they're singular cell organisms. Um, that um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of things with this. I think why? Yeah, he says. You say something like this. Yeah. The, bacteria. the sciencey bits in this are very loose. They always are in Doctor Who. They are. I think in this one, the sciencey bits strip off, bend over, Ray. and shit. Yes. Right in front of you. And it's glaring <laughs> obvious that, no, that can't happen. What? 
Yeah, it's fuck. But you, you know, it's probably filled with shit like that. Oh yeah, it's filled with stuff. But it sort of seems a bit more in your face. Yeah. Whether so it's that like rapid like face. to make it like, right, this is what Doctor Who's like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get to the, the moon bit. But yeah, the, the spiders... I think it's one of those things where seems like it's going to be scarier and then you see it mm. and they show it in full light rather than keeping it in the shadows of it's like it's got to be revealed yeah. completely and when it is revealed completely yeah um yeah all that bit where it's walking around there and they can't find any sticks of torch yeah brilliant yeah but then when you see it because I don't like spiders normally spiders scare the shit out of me anyway Ignore them in that. You know, in the Capali, yeah, the attack by one. And they yeah. chant time. Good. Attack by one. Yes. And they shine a torch. Mm. And I, I don't like that. So it's slithery, slimy. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's just. Uh, but no, yeah, I think when you if you're on location, the, the CGI looks more obvious mm. against the real, the non CGI yeah. stuff. Um, the spiders don't look bad in the crack, in Capaldi's crack, Ooh. but, um, yeah, it's fine. I don't want to be, I don't want to seem as if I'm, like, ragging on it, because the CGI no. does look fine. But you think those, because they, they obviously are just thrown in there. Yeah. You know, they're only, they're, 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 no. they're just a threat, because I think without them, yeah. there isn't any threat, is no. there, really? Oh, I, I, also, you know when the space shuttle is hurtling towards the moon and they're on board? Mm. When it's just about to crash, why does Capaldi not say to put the helmets on? It's weird. You know when they're like, they're going to crash? Mm. They're all just holding their helmets. If that was me and I was hurtling towards the moon, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Put it on. Save your oxygen. Yeah. How many breaths did he have? Oh, God. I think they're says they can't pop up. Fuck off. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the alternative would be if we didn't have those spiders in there. Because you need a threat, don't you? Probably air, wouldn't it? Um, and it's been done loads, hasn't it? I mean, it's new who? Like, running. Why not have, you know, the really focus on the the moon is cracking and you can't stay in one place too long. Um, and then you could have a... And then you could have had a nice scene where... Capaldi doesn't voluntarily jump in there, but proper falls to his death, and you think he's dead. Yes. Um, but then it... Or have Capaldi, yeah, Capaldi fall in and find what's in the egg. Yeah, exactly. So, so then, it's, you know, it's a constant rush for the time, because the moon's collapsing, and it's slowly approaching the uh, mining base. Uh, that's why they're running out of time. Yeah. And it is anyway, because it's going to hatch. But I just think that would have been smarter threat rather than yes. just throw some monsters in there. If you have to do a story where the moon is an egg. <laughs> this is yeah, the big problem with this is the whole moon is an egg thing, isn't it? Yeah. But should we do act two? Also, hang on. Uh-huh. You know where Courtney says she's putting things on Tumblr? Why not? What is Tumblr? Um, um, I never I know, know what Tumblr is. I'm guessing it's some sort of like Instagram or something like that. Okay. I'm really not sure. How she got signal, I don't know. 
how she's that thick. She's not a kid, she's a teenager. How she's that thick this is over on the moon. Middle-aged men writing teenage music. Yeah. And Doctor Who has always suffered with this. Mm. Look at Ace. Yeah. The things that Ace was given to say. Yeah. Remember that flirt scene in the Curse of Yeah. Break? Oh, I had me going. <laughs> I had me going. Um, but yeah. It's just... No, I thought I'd figure out what Tumblr is. I like they really didn't want the audience to like her. Yeah. They were really trying to make us hate her. I don't know. I don't really don't know. Do you want to go back to you? Go on then. Either way. Go on either way. Do you want to pause it? Yes, I will. Act 2. Henry gets killed by a spider and the jeep goes to... No. <laughs> Henry gets killed by a spider and the Duke does too. What? No. Henry gets killed. Right, fuck it. Act two. Henry and Duke get killed by spiders. Courtney kills a spider with Dettol and goes back to the Sardis. The doctor jumps down a crevice in the moon and discovers it's an egg. And a creature is hatching. When the doctor returns, he tells Clara, Courtney, and Lumbic that they need to decide whether to save the creature or blow it up with the nukes they brought. Clara has an incredible idea to ask Earth. I said, you know, you know the same. Um, uh, they don't blow it up and go home. Aye. Well, we touched on a bit from two already, haven't we? Uh, only slightly. Yeah. Spiders, I think. Put your phone down. That's how this book says dry. Stop flirting. Yeah. You're really funny. Should we give him a shout out now? James Burgess has tweeted this as we're recording, hasn't he? The model maker and sculptor. He does stop motion too, it looks like. Yeah. I think. Only from what looking at his Twitter. Just saying about uh, being hydrated. We are definitely hydrated. Probably a little too hydrated at this point. Right. Makes it easy though. Oh, it does. Take the, take the edge off, doesn't yeah. it? Especially well, when we talk about shape. So, the one is the shape. Oh! Talking like the uh, Solurians. So, oh. Act 2. Um, Probably, yeah, we've yeah, touched a bit. Some of the points, haven't we? Um. The Dettol, th- where does she find Dettol bottles? She didn't have them with her earlier on. Are they in a backpack? Is that what we're talking about? Um, can you start that bit again? Because I've talked over you and it's just like. So, Act 2. Yeah. We've spoken a little bit about Act 2 already. Mm. Not a lot. Just the spiders and. Yeah. Courtney with killing the spider with the Dettol. Mm. Got that bit of time available. Yep. Oust. Oust. Sit. Breathe. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I think the main the main issue with this or this section is where we find out that it is an egg. Mm-hmm. Well, you know when the doctor jumps down to the crevice. Yes. How does he go? When does he come out? Uh, what happens? Because I'm sure. I'm assuming the crevice isn't as bad as we see. No. So, when we see him jump in, it's yeah. not like he's just jumping into a thousand 
Oh, no, because the yo-yo goes down, doesn't it? And comes back up with goop all over it. Yeah. But uh, does Courtney go into the TARDIS and the TARDIS goes down into a crevice? That happens, doesn't it? Or am I making that up? No, I don't think so. The TARDIS is on board the spaceship, isn't it? Right. That must have been a different episode, then. Completely different. I was under the impression. Maybe that's just better writing. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was certain that Courtney, they take Courtney back to the TARDIS. She goes in there. Well, yes. Oh, no, no, she does go back to the space station, doesn't the space shop, doesn't Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she says, Are you like aliens? Yeah, that'd be so stupid. I love him. Um, but no, I, th- I, I thought uh, the TARDIS had parked on the moon and mm. the crevice <laughs> like, Yeah. And then the crevice falls in. And the doctor was like, what's down there? Yo, yo, oh, I'll go down there too. And then right. he gets in the TARDIS down there, oh. goes back to the space. Uh, no. no. I, I don't think like so anyway, but I, I don't know. Could be. But no, he just gets back. Yeah. Probably just climbs out, doesn't he? Well, okay. Alright. Um, yeah. So, you know, the theme of this story, especially the, yeah. the end where they have to make the decision with about the egg, is this an abortion theme, or into that? Do you? Well, I don't know. I, don't, I just, I think, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just not quite sure what the whole thing is like. At what point is it alive? Are they going to kill it? Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't. I don't know. Are you trying to, like, get your head around why this is the premise? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a cool one, I think. We touched upon this at the beginning. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a fine idea. It's fine. It's, I know, because we are top-tier writers, aren't we? And we're criticising this. Exactly. <laughs> the amount of stuff we have written is yeah. phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. It's... It's a strange decision, and it seems like an almost 90% of people that watch this, probably, mm. seem to think that Wait, the egg probably. Thing, well, uh, Why? Because I've looked at the reviews for this. Oh, right, okay, sorry. A look, and the majority of them yeah. think it's good, except the egg. The egg thing is what puts everybody off. Right. Oh, I thought people didn't like it in general. No, I think... I think it's just the whole concept of the the moon being an egg. Right. Okay. If it was a if it so was the main premise of the episode, that's what they could have done much better. Well, they just on. made it like a yeah, that's a bit all done to death, isn't it? In sci-fi. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't make it then. Just leave it. Mm, I, I I agree with you. I think it's like a target book or something like that. It would work great. Yeah. Um, Virgin New Adventures. With Courtney in it. Is it her? What? Virgin New Adventures. Oh! The Virgin New Adventures books. It's a line of books, doesn't matter. Yep. I'll tell you what, you may as well. So, mm. so uh, Henry and 
you could dead now. Um, and this is the part where, yeah, Courtney raised Spider with Febreze. Yep. Not Febreze, Deathol. Mm-hmm. And um, the doctor says, run. Mm. And Courtney takes two steps and stops. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. And then she starts floating. Fun fact. Fun fact about that scene. She's actually floating. There's not wires. Is it on a plane? Oh, you're being... Yeah, because it's obvious that there's... You can, it's, you can almost see the wires. If you squint. It's so bad. I really don't like that scene. I really, why was that in there? You know what that did? Um, just a bit of tension, isn't it? I think that's it. Do you reckon? Probably. Nothing happens. They go out the door. Courtney floats, comes back down, they come back through the door. What was that? From the yo-yo. Oh, God. Mm. Awful. Um. I think you may as well give us the act three. No, I'm, I'm not going to Sometime after this, Clara says to the doctor, I have a duty of care. Clara, love, why the fuck did you bring bring a kid? What? It's not as if none of this has sort of happened with you before. No. Remember when you were in Dalek? Do you remember that? Do you remember? No, she wouldn't ask later on. Oh, right. (laughs) Be fair to her, she wouldn't. Be fair. Sorry, Clara. Um, On the subject of Clara, what, what do you think? Oh. I like Clara. I think she's the best companion we've had yet. She's so competent. Do you know what? It's... <sighs> Clara's pretty good in this. Yeah. And I think she's an amazingly strong actress. Yeah. Definitely. Which so, I don't mean to sound thing. Makes a change. Mm-hmm. Because she really seems as if she knows her stuff. Yeah. Like, great actress. One moment, at one uh, like yeah, when I'm watching stories that she's in, part of me thinks, do you know what? Clara's the best companion we've ever had. No way. Yeah. Other than probably the obvious standout classic. Yeah. Ones, she's probably up there as one of the best companions we've ever had. Mm. Other times, I think she's just really smug and annoying. But I do think she's great. It's one of those times in this where she's smug and annoying. Yes, but at the end, yeah, yeah we'll get but, to that one. For the most part, ignoring her arc, arc, or ass, <laughs> ignoring her ass, yeah, I think she's great. I think she's superb. Yeah, she's a fantastic companion. Mm-hmm. It's just what they do with her. I won't go into it yeah. because you haven't got there, but it's what they do oh, with her right. that makes the companion. Why can't she just be a teacher? And series eight was is filled with her and her life. And, and I think that's the thing as well. Yeah, now I mean, they should have just taken her away from the school. Yeah. And she her. was away. When she first introduced, she had nothing. I didn't, she didn't say anything about teaching. No. She um, was babysitting two kids, uh, which we never saw again. That was when Cybermat. Uh, remember Cybermat? Um, 
But yeah, we never see them again, and then she's suddenly a teacher. I don't know. But I suppose, you know when I said that Series 8 isn't Doctor Who, but it's great at telling her Clara's story and her relationship with Danny. Holly Oaks in space. Exactly. It's, yeah, eerily like that. Um, what do you think of Danny, by the way? Because he does show his face at the end. I'm not a big fan of Danny Payne. You're not? Only because it's the whole... He's there for no other reason than to give Clara some sort of a family values thing. Mm. Really. Just don't see... He doesn't really do anything, but he, I don't think he's terrible. But he's fine as uh, doing yeah. what he's doing. The, yeah, the character is fine, but there's just no real point in him being there for me. Yeah, the, he's tied in with Capaldi um, by the end of the series because there's a theme running throughout the season where Capaldi hates soldiers and doesn't trust Danny or Petey calls him. And yeah, by the end, he's the ultimate soldier as a Cyberman, and they have—I don't know—they have this talk moment at the end, and it, that's basically the arc. That's why he's there. Yeah. So Capaldi's more accepting, um, and Clara has a reason to go back. So has that reason? She doesn't really. Well, she has family. She has the the woman of Benzol, doesn't she? At the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's there, uh, but I think we've seen that here with Donna. With Martha, so we we already have that. So it's nice, um, and it's nice that we get a relationship. I think it's the first time we see one grow. Yeah, uh, for a companion, rather than just stated like Nikki. Um, yeah, because Mickey comes in full force. Yeah, he? Uh, and I can't stand Mickey. He's awful, horrendous, awful. Um, Danny, I think he's great. I think he plays the really well. way of doing a Mickey. Yeah. Character. He played really well, and if you look back at the listen episode and the, the restaurant scene, think about that scene. It is very, very strange, isn't it? Like how those yeah. actors bounce off each other, and that the way that scene goes, it's very peculiar, and it's interesting at the end of the day. It is interesting. I think it's mostly down to um, Clara. What's her, what's her name? Um, it is Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman. Yeah, I think it's mostly down to her because I think honestly, I think she is superb. Yeah, I would say that at the start, but Danny Pink really gets what's Danny Pink's name? Is it even on? He's in the episode, but it's not on the cast. I don't know what Danny Pink's uh, the actor's name. Samuel Anderson. Samuel Anderson. Yes, yeah, Samuel Anderson. Um, yeah, by this point and onwards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is an example of Samuel Anderson working well with Jack Coleman. And yes. they're really riffing on each other, and it's lovely. It's lovely. I really like like his character, and he has a horrible tragic end. If that is his end, I don't know. Mm. Aye, if that is his end, but he doesn't deserve that. He's a good guy. <laughs> Aye. Um. Yeah, Doctor comes back to all that, and he leaves them, doesn't he? 
Yes, the decision. Why did he do that? What reasons? It doesn't bother me. Mm. I think it's it's one of those things where he's. I keep saying it's one of those things, but it's one of those things where he's sort of saying, right, well, you're always having a go, that's always me doing it. Mm. So I'll tell you what, then, you have this decision. And I think in Capaldi's head, he knows they're going to make the right decision. But he's going to let them do it anyway. So yeah. like, then it's, he's being manipulative, isn't he? Yeah, that's the idea, isn't it? And the doctor is manipulative. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me that way. Whereas it seems to bother the cast. All the ca- all the characters seem mm. re- are really annoyed that he's letting them have this choice. Yeah. Where I think they've been annoyed in the past where, say, it's been Daleks or something, where they don't get the choice. Mm. And he's saying, well, it's your race. Do you have your choice? What would you do? Mm. You know, there's no indication that this dragon thing is dangerous. No. So, you haven't got to worry about that. Well, could be. Could eat the world. Could eat the world. But, you know, there's no indication at this point, from what Capaldi said, of it being anything to worry about, really. So, I think it's just then him just saying, well, we'll tell you what, you have your choice then. Yeah. And it's not bother. That's fine. What was that now? But it does bother them, big time. And honestly, I think I side more with Laura. Yeah? You side more with Capaldi. We will dig into that uh, when we get to Act 3. And that moves us on to Act 3, I think. Okay. One major thing, only one more for Act 2. Lights. What the fuck, Clara? Completely implausible. Crap. Why? How would it take weeks? Yeah. But everyone's communicating. Yeah. Oh, God. Everyone, if yes, what is it? If yes, if kill, switch the lights off, isn't it? Yeah. Waiting for ages. France? Can you? Oh. Switch them off. You know, it's. Yeah. No way. No way. Not everyone's going to be listening to either. No, not everybody's going to have the lights on. I mean, you're going to have to wait 24 hours. Hang on, no, this is going to be. Somebody's going to comment now, aren't they, about, well, I think you'll find the spike that the moon revolves around the... Um, but, you know, the time it's going to take for you to work out if the people on the other side of the Earth... Yeah. You don't have enough... They've got... Yeah, it's done Um, It's stupid. It's ridiculous. The best way they would... It's have really done. I think if it was a David Tennant one, they'd have asked the, the president. <laughs> the president. It was, yeah. yeah. From the president of the world... Harriet Jones, fuck me. I love Harry Jones. Oh, God. Oh, I love Harry oh, Jones. Oh, stop. I love Harry Jones. So funny. Um, yeah, this is a crap idea. And, <coughs> it, again, it's one of those things I don't really think it should have been in there. Uh, instead of having this, I did have quite a bit of big talk, but instead of like really, really getting to nitty gritty of like should they do this, should they not, not fill that time with sending that message, uh, waiting for the lights to go off and stuff like that. I don't, it's just, come on, make that decision. Mm. Um, 
And I suppose one of those things where Clara does rely on someone else to make the decision herself until the very last second. Um, yeah. And she's pushed and pushed and pushed and asks Earth and still is pushed and pushed because she knows it's the wrong thing to do. And I like that. At the very last second, she decides that this isn't what she wants to do and stops it. Yes. And I think later on, Clara forgives him, obviously, because he wouldn't... If she weren't pushed, she'd never have made that decision herself. She'll wait for someone else to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, the way they, they, they've written that in, it was just crap. It, it was just like, a, what if we had this idea of this? Yeah, it's yeah. like, so it's, and it's like, well, let's ask everyone else first. Um, let's develop the idea a bit. We're going to shoot tomorrow. Ah, uh, yeah, let's do that then. All right then. That's it. Act three. You ready? I am ready. The egg hatches, the creature lays a new egg, Courtney's dropped off to a geography lesson, and Clara goes fucking ham on the doctor for putting her in a bad position. Yes. It laid a new egg. Well, this thing has been in this egg for millions and millions of years. Yeah. And then suddenly, as soon as it's born, it can lay an egg. Hmm. Seems a bit off, doesn't it? I don't really have any issue with that because it's an alien. How the fuck do we know? Also, you know where they w- figured out that something weird was happening with the moon because it was the mass was getting bigger. Yeah, the mass of the moon is getting more. Yeah. Now we've got chickens and ducks, <laughs> and we have hatched. When the chicken is growing in the egg, or when the duckling is growing in the egg, the egg does not get heavier. No, I think it doesn't. That it does not get heavier because everything for that egg is in the egg. The egg does not get heavier. Oh, that can't happen, can it? No, because there's nothing going in. There's nutrients going in, but yeah. you know, weird, isn't it? Mm. But the nutrients is already in the egg. Yeah, it can't just gain mass. It can't gain mass. So why is the moon gaining mass? Even if it is, yeah, pass. <laughs> it's very strange whether it's something to do with the spiders because I think if you think when if if your mother is pregnant you're getting obviously your mother is weighing more because of the weight of the baby mm. so are we to assume that whilst this thing is in the egg yeah. it's making the spiders and the spiders are the mass of the moon no, there's bacteria right Nothing. St- no, I don't. I really don't know. Sense, no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I think, but yeah, they couldn't have anyone float around because they tried having someone float around this episode and they didn't. Cut that. Cut that. Um, um, I think the row is the main bit with this now, isn't it? Summing up the story. Yeah, I don't know. As a kid, if I went to the moon and back and was expected to go to my geography lesson, sod off. Yeah, sod yeah. off. Absolutely sod off. Um. I don't know why the other woman goes. I think she just walks home, does she? Yes. It, 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 he delivers it to like the first on the beach. Right? Yeah, it's like a, a major city somewhere yeah. close. If it is that episode, I don't know. I get more confused. So the row. Clara having a go at the doctor. What do you think? Brilliantly acted. That's what I've got. It's a great scene. Fresh. I've never seen a companion go out to the doctor like that. 
so long yeah. without him having any say to stood there staring stood there and I think that's a wise choice yes because he's never been in a situation like that where a companion is apart from maybe Donna I think it's happened a couple of times well it happened in the last story didn't it really where Barbara has a go at the doctor in the edge of destruction but this is in a sort of a different way really it has happened before where a companion has a go at the doctor like go but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean now. But this is in a different... Remote, uh, well, no, it's always in a moral sort of way, isn't it? But this is like... This is the first personal attack. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, thinks that this is a personal attack and betrayal. Um, and the Doctor did a real, real bad. I side most of Clara. I think he was a dick for doing that. Mm-hmm. Why? There was no need for that. You invited her. Yeah. You took them to the moon. Um, you can't just step out. And the doctor is about that. If you, and he said that in the past. You can't just step out when you want. Even yeah. when, you know, yeah, it's not his choice to make. Um, but you just can't step out. I th- and I, again, it's just a horrible situation to put your friend in. It is, yeah. I can sort of see it both sides of, yeah, it's a horrible thing to do, and like, why would you leave me? Because I didn't leave you when you've done, exactly. when you've made decisions. Yeah. But then again, Capaldi does seem a very different doctor. Sort of, yeah. he can't just can't be dealing with the shit from people, mm. so that's yeah. what then. And I think in his mind, he's doing a good thing, isn't he? Yeah. And I think this is the and idea. I don't think that's his fault. No. He's just sort of thinking, of, right, well, all this time, people have had to go along with me agree with my decision. So I'll tell you what, this time you have it, you do it. Mm. And they go, well, what are you doing that for? So in his head, he's like, well, yeah, but you're always going on. Mm. When really, it's not what they mean, is that they just want more of a say. Yeah. But like you, I think it's fantastically acted. Mm-hmm. And I like the bit where she swears at him. He goes, language. Yeah. Don't you dare! Yeah. Hate the stabilizers, I can see about that. Oof. Great. Um, training wheels, isn't it? It does feel a little bit me, 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 me. But it, it needs is, to be. It is me, yeah. me, 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 because it's, it's her and his relationship. Yeah. And how he treats her. Why would it be about the Doctor? Why would it be about anyone else? And I like when Doctor does this, treats him as a person. Yeah. You know, of course, he's gonna... I, I still don't see what... She's not demanding the world... Just saying, be a good friend. Yeah. Just don't do that. And I like how this is a slip-up from Capaldi. Capaldi's doctor. And I, I really like how they're taking care with crafting this version of the doctor. Um, and it's a massive far cry from Matt Smith. And it's not done in a way yet, anyway, of what I've seen. Not doing it in a way where he's a stone-cold killer doctor. Yes. <laughs> at the beginning. And they, they want to try and shape him into this fluffy Matt Smith character by the end. Mm. They only want him to have a heart again. I think this is when a regeneration went wrong and he's too cold. Because he is horrible. He is very all dismissive, isn't he, of everything. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's horrible with it yourself. But I, quite, I do quite like that. I really like it. I do. It's a nice trait to see. Mm. And he does keep it. He does. But he's also the doctor. He's good, well. isn't he, I think. 
Incredibly so. The eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a bit of an eye roll, doesn't he, about when people are saying things mm. to him and he's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I love that. great. Uh, and so far, like, uh, yeah, I'm on the beginning of season nine. I, I love how they're treating him. Way do. Hmm. Uh, but it's a shame because season eight is just full of bad stories. But yeah. Great characters. I think that's it. Oh. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? We do ratings or? Yeah, let's do a rating. Alright then. It's the middle of the road, isn't it? I'm going to go for Amber. Yeah, I mean, it is middle of the road, but I think the whole egg thing ruins it. There's some great acting in this. Mm -hmm. The idea is great, great concept. Yeah, I know. But can I give it an amber? I'm not quite sure. I'm leaning towards red. But that I, doesn't mean I would have given it a red if yeah. Courtney was in it more, if they gave her a bigger role. I think I'm going to have to go red, mm. but I'm going to try and not convince you why it should be red. I'm just going to give my reasons. But even though I have given it a red, I think there's some great acting in it. And all the other reasons have just gone out of my head. Mm. Location was great. Yes. The acting is great. <laughs> The setting is, is pretty good. Right. The idea is pretty good. But it's just let down by the whole egg thing. It seems a bit... What about the egg thing, is it? It's just that it's the moon. Yeah. It's such a, a thing that has always... Yeah. Even how it plays out in the episode, like, the, the moon is, is building mass. And it's disrupting the water levels and the seas rise on Earth. But you know when the moon disappears? Yeah, it's fine. Why doesn't the, the seas just go... Oh, no idea. Engulf everybody. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. yeah it's the same plot points like that when you don't, you know, keep that promise. That yeah. Oh. It's... But, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go red. But it's not... I think I'm going to have to go red. But it's not... It's not bad, bad. It's not bad, bad. It's not um, bad, bad. But yeah, just to try and even things out, because the only thing with the colour color, color yeah. system is that there's things that I've put in certain colours that aren't as good as other things. But... Right, okay. I think, we should, I think we deserve some gold stickers for merit sometimes as well, outside of the three tiers. And below red as well. We expand it there, but maybe. It was not just what I would say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, I'm going to go red. Yeah. It's, I won't watch this again. I wouldn't have thought. And we were saying this the other day, or like I said to you, for me, New Who doesn't have a lot of rewatch value. After you said that, that stuck with me. Yeah. And I know of you that it has more rewatch value, because oftentimes it'll uh, play out for the series. Like, it'll mention things like the cracks in Matt Smith's season. Season 5, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Missy in Season 8. And it all makes sense at the end. It's like, oh, remember that episode? Yeah, it was actually harking. It was actually suggesting that Missy was, you know, bad or... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If you watch it again, you're like, oh, yeah, that's where she was. That's what she was doing. Yeah. 
Um, it's a, I think it's more of a sort of, for me, I don't think, I don't sit down and think, oh, I'll tell you what I'm going to watch. The yeah, I'm Quite Dead, or whatever it is, or The yeah. Quite Dead. Just, I don't know, it just it seems one of those things, I once have seen it, I've seen it. It's very rare that I go back and watch New Who episodes. Obviously, we're doing it for this. It's nice. Yeah. Sort of revisiting these stories that I've pretty much only seen once, the New Who ones. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It might be nostalgia based. Probably. The New Who episodes I'd rewatch again are all, all take place in the first four seasons. Right. After that, I'm not really bothered. Even though I know Series 5 is probably the best of New Who so far. Yeah. Maybe I'm hoping Season 9 will be because it looks great. Yeah. Looking to be great. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just nostalgia based, to be honest. Maybe. The halfway point, it's always the worst. Okay. I think that wraps up. Oh, we've done the scores already. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's fair. An amber and a red. An amber and a amber and a red. <laughs> really? Yeah, I can't be honest. Oh, all right. I'd never watch it again. And I only like the end, but that's the only thing I like. I really like that I was pushed up to an amber. Oh, right then. Um, yeah, I'll go red as well. Hmm. Okay, then. Moving on to Classic Who. Story this week. Warriors of the Deep. From season 21, Serial 1, aired from the 5th to the 13th of January 1984, written by Johnny Byrne, who'd, written, uh, who'd previously written Keeper of Track and Hack of Infinity, and then Warriors of the Deep. So there's a nice slope, it's a nice back catalogue to have, isn't it? Directed by Pennant Roberts, produced by John Nathan Turner, and the music by Jonathan Gibbs. It's a four-parter. Would you like a synopsis? Before that, yes. Who's Johnny Byrne? He'd written some stories before. Writing. Yeah, but you'd say it's a slope. They're just not very good. Did he get worse? No, no, no. They're just shit. Yeah. Right. But this is the exception. Well, we'll find out. Would you like a synopsis? Aye. Earth 2084. Two global superpowers hover on the brink of war. When the TARDIS is forced to make an unplanned visit to Sea Base 4, the Fifth Doctor, Tegan and Turlow, find themselves accused of being enemy agents. Quickly embroiled in a deadly game of paranoid intrigue, it becomes clear that the others on the base have sabotage and murder in mind. However, there is a greater threat to mankind, the Silurians and the Sea Devils, prehistoric reptiles seeking to reclaim the Earth. Can the Doctor prevent them implementing their final solution and triggering a war that can wipe out the entire human race? Overall, what did you think? Do you want me to be nice about it? You don't have to be nice. Um, dog shit. Really? What do you mean, really? really? No, really, like... It's utter crap. Wow. It's... Awful. Harold? Yes? It's crap. Okay. It's really, really bad. Oh, but there's some good things. Yeah, well, maybe. Primarily the sets that are great. 
They do look pretty good. Um, I think they're not the sets that the writer intended them to be, but awful. What a shame. Mm. We break down the story. What do you bit. think? I think it's dumb. It's the first story you ever watched. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a soft spot in my head. Um, I think it's fair. Is it? Yeah. I don't mind the plot. I don't mind the story. It's poor. It's not very strong. But I enjoy watching this every time that I see it. Surpasses so bad it's good. Well, crap. I know Keith Say has left some feedback. He has to say is quite true mm. that if you watch it pissed, it's brilliant. It is. Um, so let's break down the story a little bit. So episode one, year 2084, on a sea base, we meet all the crew and then we see the Solurians. The Doctor and crew arrive and explore. The sea base sends out a probe that gets destroyed by the Merca. The Doctor and companions set off an alarm and try to get back to the TARDIS. Peter Davison falls into a pool. So episode one. Mm. What did you think? The intro, for some reason, mm. is what I'm familiar with with Old Who. I must have heard it when I was little or something like that. Uh, this is the definitive Old Who theme song. The, oh, the theme tune? Yeah. Right, okay. I don't know why. You might have heard it when we did the Caves of Androzani, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, that's true. But, no, I, I do think... I don't know why I would have seen it before. This is the thing called the theme tune. The definitive one. Not Doctor Who, but Old Who. Um, does anyone want to be there? <laughs> well, I think at this point, it, it was this story where Peter Davison and Jack Fielding said they were going to be leaving. Yeah. And you can see why they chose at this point to sort of because it sort of comes across that, why are we doing this? And happy birthday, Peter Davison, because it is his birthday mm. this week. Mm. He's a lovely man. He's lovely man. He's lovely. Um, but I don't think he wants to be there. Having said that, he's I think he's excellent in the story. Yeah, best performance. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's... We meet the villains quite early on, and we also, we sort of meet the whole way that we're going to deal with the Solurians, Sea Devils, don't we, right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I think that's a mistake, giving it away so soon, that when they arrive in the um, storage room, they make a, quite a big deal of saying about chemicals. <laughs> I'm flagging. Um, chemicals, so, yeah, the hexachromite acid thing. No, it's not acid, is it? Hexachromite gas. Um, yeah, what do you use that for? To take out the, it's, it's poisonous to marine rock, isn't it? Yeah. So they use it to kill the Silurian and the sea devils. Oh, yeah, but what is it for, primarily, like, for the Something to do with I don't know, just mm. keeping a load of it. Mm. Um, so, we're in the middle of a war. Mm. Um, Wait, we're in the middle of a war? 
Yeah, because it's a woman in the story. Old war, isn't it? That's why they're so worried about the other side. So there's a Cold War on Earth going on. The Cold War going on is still going on. So this is 2081. Yeah, 2084. Oh, 100 years from 1984. But they thought that the Cold War was still going on at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of right. So I'm so confused. I don't know if there's a war between the Silurians and the. No, no, yeah, so it's. So that's why you have the defector. The saboteur. Saboteur. Uh, uh, here's Solomon Milton. Yeah. Ingrid Pitt. Dear crap. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, there's so much bad with this. I'm going to get right. Yeah. Um, you, carry on. Carry on with but, this. Yeah, so in episode one, the model work is fantastic. Fairly, fairly nice. Yeah. Fairly nice. Great. Right. I watched, I listened to the Crinoid podcast. Oh. Yeah. Are you just stealing everything they're going to say? No, I oh, okay. I listen to them to make sure that we're not just repeating everything they're saying. Are we? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, because I think they're one of the best podcasts, and I don't want to rip them off <laughs> without realizing. Um, but they did say that there was a, a pain, pain uh, like a. Uh, um, yeah, glass like tank. Yeah, filming through a tank up yeah. there to make it look water. Yeah. Like a pane of glass. Yeah, but I didn't see that. It doesn't look, it doesn't look underwater. I didn't even know that tank was there. It just looks like it's a black background. And... Well, no, so the, the model is there, and then in front of the camera there's a, a glass, a, a, a thin tank, isn't there, of water. So they're filming through the water with a model behind the water. Yeah. Make it look underwater. Yeah, but it, it didn't. I didn't even go into my mind that it was underwater. Oh no, yeah. Oh, it didn't. Uh, not until like they start saying it's a sea base. That and it's you know, it's it looks. Like I thought it looked underwater. To be fair, it just looked black to me. Maybe it was some TV settings, Maybe. but it just looked. Who knows? <laughs> um, so we see the the Solurians. Hey. Wow. Uh, um. They're all just nervous. They're very strange. The big thing is that they speak so slowly. Like, the Silurians have the slowest delivery of anything. There's a scene where Iktan mm. goes, uh, you know, when they're walking down the passageways where we see the sea devils the first time. Yeah. It says, for hundreds of years. Our sea devil brothers have lain in tombs, waiting patiently for this day. Mm. It concerns me, and it goes on and <laughs> on and on. <laughs> There's one in episode four as well. <laughs> Manipulator aligned with the computer. Alignment confirmed. Awful. Good. And we can proceed. Fuck me, they are dull. That's the note I put in. <laughs> God damn it. They're so slow. And they're very, very shy. <laughs> no one looks at each other. Well, they walk really slow as well, don't they? Everyone walks like they shit themselves. Yes. <laughs> it's a proper waddle. We're not talking like... They just sharted or... It's a proper... They've got a dump in it. How soon will your warriors be ready for come? They're already ready. By the time you said that. 
It's very strange. It's terrible. I quite like them though. Why? I just like the Solurians. Pass? Well, the, the, well, why would you give him a pass? Well, what do you think of the TARDIS team? Keegan and Turlo. Turf to turf. Um, Keegan is a woman, and Turlo, that's the name, isn't it? A man. No, I would not want to be his friend. Oh, Turlo will have a back, don't worry guys, he'll, he'll be here. Well, I'm yeah. waiting. Turlo's... He's a, he's a spineless cock. Well, yes. Don't like him. Um, horrible. And he's so pessimistic about everything, isn't he? Like, mm-hmm. I know we're skipping ahead to the end of episode one, but you know when Davison falls in the water? Is it him? I don't... Is Davison under the water? Yeah. I'm not sure whether the fall is him. The first thought is a dummy. I don't think it is. Yeah, then the second one's like, no, it's not. I'm going to assume it is him. Yeah. Because he is in the water, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was freezing. Have you heard the story about the, no. the tank? So they filmed it at a, um, like a military training base. And when they film in the water tank, normally the divers, you fill the water two days before and let it come up to room temperature. Then they do the thing. Because the water is so cold when it's like coming out of the tap. Mm-hmm. But they forgot to fill it for the day they were filming. So they filled it in the morning and it was freezing cold. So Davison jumps in and nearly, well, I think he gets hypothermia. I think it's a bit. Drown from that. Well, it's a bit of a shock because you're. A shock? Yeah, yeah. Because you can't breathe and you're struggling because of the cold. You can drown. Tim, you know, who we had on a bonus episode. Yeah, okay. Tim is a diving instructor, a qualified what? diving Isn't instructor. Isn't he's not? No, we are so there. mysterious. Mysterious. He's a qualified diving instructor. And Tim took a, took, went to a lock in Scotland to go diving, looking at a shipwreck. And when he was unloading all of his gear, he accidentally knocked his, uh, what do you call it, oxygen tank thing. And... Somehow, there was a hole, a slight hole in this oxygen tank when he got into the water, like he knocked it on something getting in. The water was absolutely freezing cold, Mm -hmm. and the fact that the air was coming out of the tank meant he got stranded on his back. Oh no. Pushed (laughs) around. Getting moved around the lake. Yeah. Lock, sorry. Because the air was coming out of it. He was on his back like a butterfly, yeah. <laughs> stranded, moving around this lake with hypothermia. Mm-hmm. They had to have an ambulance and everything, like oh he had God. hypothermia, because he was just like moving around this lake, stranded on his back. Hey. So it can happen. It can happen. Stranger. Right. So, um, oh my God. Yeah, so they forgot to fill it, so it was mm. Why did he have a river? In the base, I think it's like coolant, isn't it? Or probably something like that. But what was it, what was I going to say? Yeah, about Turlo with the water scene. He hits the water and he says, "Face it, Tegan, he's drowned." Immediately. What? Thrown away? Yeah. Um. 
He's horrible. I hate Hill. I hate having him as a friend. He was horrible. He'd never be back. Yeah. Episode 2. Ratting. Maddox gets taken over and starts to sabotage the base. The Silurians and Sea Devils send the Merka to the base. It breaks in. The door crushes Tegan's leg. Everyone escapes and seals the door, leaving the Doctor and Tegan in the airlock with the Merka. The Merka's terrible. Dreadful. Awful. When I first saw it, I didn't think it you see it. Yeah, and then it starts walking out, and then we see close-ups of it. It's got legs. <laughs> We're just not. I don't understand. The Merca was only finished half an hour before the started filming. Right. A lot of paint is still wet. <laughs> there is a point where the Merca hits the wall, yeah. and there is paint on the wall like it's rubbed off. Is it blood? Merca blood. Could be, didn't think about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, the Merc is dreadful. I do like the door bending. The door is very obviously a rub, you know, like foamy rubber thing. Especially when uh, it, it falls, like, yeah, on Tegan and it's like, I can't lift it! Yeah. In, like, the wind is making it flop. Yeah. I'm sure you can lift it. <laughs> um, yeah. Shall I keep going through these episodes and then we'll discuss... Have you got anything to say about episode? Yeah, I've got some notes. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's one bit of the episode two where Florian is passing some scroll plan of attack to the Sea Devil. Yeah. And, and he's, he's reaching over, Sea Devil's reaching over his shoulder trying to grab it. <laughs> it's really, really awkward because they both can't see shit. They really squat little fat characters as well, aren't they? The yeah. Um, and the sea devils hardly talk again. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But, yeah, it's, they speak more like ice warriors. I've not seen old new ice, ice warriors in the new one. Hmm. I can't remember what it's like in that. But the old, the original sea devil costumes had all been lost. Um, the time made this the last time it appeared they changed the design didn't they well all the, the, all that they had was the head <laughs> which was on the on display at a museum mm. so the head was used to make a mould for the new sea devil costumes but the fins they had like fins on the side of the heads mm. taken off so they could put those weird samurai helmet very Star it's very strange like in the, in, when we first see them they've got like blue necks Vest, yeah, thing. But now they've turned into sort of like proper soldier, yeah, like an army sort of thing. Um, it's fine. Everything's very Star Warsy in this. Mm. Guns, the especially the sets, white, white walls, white. You know, yeah, the set great. looks great though. It does, and it's smothered in detail. Mm. Buttons and levers, and you know, it's really nice. Mm. Really nice. It's a bit bright. But it would yeah, be. I think it's the writer. He wasn't happy with it, apparently. Was he, he's only read this skimming through something. I think he said, like, um, his plan was that it should be all, like, rustic and dripping. Um, you know, like, rust on the walls, you know, like, proper, yeah. it's in the, under the sea. Um, like marine. Yeah. 
Um, but they went black and white. I'm not too sure why. Oh, it still looks great. Yeah. And you've got the big... I don't know what those doors are called. You know, some marines there with the wheel on it. Yeah, seal hatch yeah, doors sort of thing. Great. Yeah, very convincing. Um, I I, yeah, I don't know how they did that. Like, it's something like... How do how, how would they do that? Get the whole wheel on the door and... Huh? Not really asked. I'll cut that out. Uh, you know when the sea devils are waking up? When they're standing there in the dust, it's brilliant because they fall off sea devils' knees because they're all they've been on their knees in hibernation, haven't they? And they're all getting up. <laughs> they barely sit on their knees for like five minutes. Awful knees, and I just think, Jesus, it's terrible. And then the Solurian says, "How long until the sea devils are in battle orientation?" Well, fucking ages, judging by how slow mm. everybody is in this. There's like, you know, when they're storming the base, yeah. you know, moving a bit ahead. Jesus Christ. Just. Oh, they don't. don't. The other side is just as bad. Yeah. Everybody's so there slow. Is, there are no gun effects or anything like that. Only some impacts. Yeah. Well, you know, so the Solurians send the Merka first infiltrate the base. How do they not see the Merka coming? Do they see the Merka? I don't remember. I, well, I don't know how it even got in because it just gets in and then there's a big door, foam door, and then it breaks through that. Yeah. Well, how do they get into the, into the it's base? probably in some sort of an airlock, isn't it? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. And the Merkers are not great. And the sea base, all of the crew, how gun ho are they? Get the grenades. Hang on, Jesus Christ. Use the grenades. No. And everyone's got a gun. Everybody. Is it sea base? Yeah, well, mind you, it is in the middle of a war, so you can see it. Is in the, yeah, to be fair. But even still, get the grenades. Just remember, we're about a thousand foot under sea here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's very, it's weird, isn't it? Should we have a look at episode three? Let's move on. So Turlo runs away to try and open the bulkhead. The Doctor and Tegan throw a magazine, not like heat, a gun magazine. Yeah, the Mercus are blind yeah. it. They then escape. The Sea Devils storm the base in the most boring and slow attack I have ever seen in it. <laughs> the doctor then prepares a sort of light dish weapon thing to kill the Merka. I don't know. Solo and Nilsson. Uh, <laughs> Solo and Nilsson get Maddox to finish what he'd started, and Solo goes to wait in the escape pod. On her way to the pod, she encounters the Merka, and in a horrendous bit of acting, karate kicks the Merka. This is. This was in Whoa. 101, isn't it? When they were in oh, 101. Horrendous, yeah. This is the... Is it Michael Grade that puts it in room 101? Everyone talks about this interview. He's going to talk about how shit classic he got. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yikes. He was the showrunner, though, wasn't he? Michael Grade. Well, who was he? Like the uh, BBC head of drama, head of department sort of thing. Right. He's in charge of something in the BBC. Right. High up. Yeah. So he was the one who really sort of cancelled Doctor Who and said, Teague. Right. But technically, this is 
it being this bad was his fault. It's on his head, really, isn't yeah. it? So I yeah. see why he's getting rid. Uh, the Silurians then arrive. How fares the course of the battle? The Sea Devils then break in, so that probably means everybody's got plenty of time to sort out and they don't have to escape. The Doctor kills the Merker and makes his way with Tegan to the bridge. Nilsson explains that he is an enemy agent and kills Maddox. He takes Tegan as hostage and as a runner. Nilsson gets his retina burned out by a dips gun thing, stumbles and gets killed by the Sea Devils, who then hold their lemon squeezes up to the Doctor and Tegan. Daughter! That was really good. Thank you. Take that, Nicholas Briggs, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> hey. That on flavor. Well, it's basically a battle episode, this, isn't it? This is where the main bulk of the sort of fighty bits happen. I say that, like, but nothing really. <laughs> Oh. Can we talk about Ingrid Pitt? Ingrid Pitt. Famous mostly for the horror films. Um, fucking dreadful. There she is. Unforgivable, this bit, isn't it, really? The karate kick. Which apparently was her idea. Oh, if that's alright then, let her have it. But, awful. It's dreadful. <laughs> I was falling asleep by this point, but then I saw her and her moves. I woke right up. Wow. Whoa. What is she going to do with the karate kick anyway? Mm-hmm. What was it against? The Merker. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Straight away. Awful. That's one of the ones that's like so bad it's good. I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know it's coming every time. Yeah. And every time. It, out of nowhere. <laughs> oh dear. It's the proper mind oh, game. Yeah, play. For it, yeah. So. yeah. And both of them are like looking each other's eyes, like, yeah. watch your next move. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, dreadful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out really about Solo and Nielsen that they're the baddies, aren't they, really? Uh, that they're on the other side. Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's done. Yeah. Oh, by this point, I, I was... I think it's, it's very obvious that they're fishy. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the whole time. And the fact that they've managed to wangle their way into the sea base is very far-fetched. Like, they would have had to have been there for years and years and years. Well, I mean... Were these guys supposed to be the Russians? Or? Well, uh, no, they're just... They eat it. But even still, like, they'll go for anything. They're hard people. They'll do anything. I can see that. Um, yeah, I'm glad this twist, all of that, was in it. Because by this point, it's a very cut and dry story of just an invasion. Like Moonbase. Yes. Um... I'm not flagging it, I'm just the, you know... The it's a base under siege. Yeah. Again. Probably the worst one I've seen. Do you know what? I know this is pretty poor, but I, I do enjoy this story. Um, I have nothing to back this up with. No, so you don't. Yeah. statement as it is, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, 
just because it is sort of so bad, it's good. Like the dreadful kick. Karate kick. And knowing that the Solurians, like, I remember thinking, what is it that's so weird about the Solurians in this? Like, I remember there being something really funny. And then, like, literally as soon as it starts and he does that long speech that takes him forever. Also, the Solurians have got, um, in their, some, what do they call it? Solurian battle cruiser? That isn't it? Work with their little boat, like thing. Well, they they're like little ship that they're yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, there's like a plinth with a like gun sticking out of it that they're sort of waving their hand over to make it work. Mm. It's a Cyberman gun. Is it? Yeah. Really obviously as well, the Cyberman gun. Maybe there's some law there. Happened upon something there. Maybe. Episode four. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say about this. Yeah, I used it. Uh, Solon and Nilsson. Nilsson. Yeah. Nilsson? Um, I was begging for some other plot in the story. Yeah. No, expansion to the plot, something like that. And, um, I find that when we're dealing with, like, mi- when we're dealing with military you know, parties in Doctor Who and army men. Yes. I find usually the entire cast is incredibly dull. Incredibly dull. Do you think that, uh, I'm not talking like, uh, you know, command... Oh, the commander. Yeah, the famous one. Brigadier. Brigadier. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not talking about things like that. Like oh, right. The okay. Brigadier. I'm talking like, this, you know, a, a military unit. Um, yeah. Like in that story. Curse of Henrik. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. They're just, they're just there. Yeah. Uh, but this one is the entire cast. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it is. they're all right, though. I don't think they're that. They're not. They're not. They're just all. Well, well. Um. Okay. Oops. A bit dull. Oh. Do, do you want to know my favourite character in this? Besides the Doctor. Oh. Yes. Is it Maddox? Yeah. I see. I I don't think he's that great. He's not, but he's got some flavour to him. All right, okay. He's rubbish. Yeah, sweating at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I like. I I do like the idea of the sort of somebody's got to be wired into the why. Oh, it's quite good. By that point, come on. Someone has to be wired. Another way. Why? Why in the future has technology gone back on itself? Why, you know, either a person should be able to control the computer easily, because that's what technology does, it makes things easier and better, easily to do what it wants it to do. Or the computer does it itself with AI. And there's some stories with that, with AI and stuff, haven't they? Yeah. You know, sentient computers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you have to plug yourself into a computer and commit your whole life to this one thing? 
awful. It is odd, but it doesn't bother me. I think it's a nice little side note of sort of on somebody that's got to be the one to do this. The one that's saying. Right. Um, episode four. Really? The doctor introduces himself to the sea devils and they wave. The Doctor introduces himself to the Sea Devils and they wave them onto the bridge where the Sonia Rings are waiting. The Doctor introduces himself to Ictar. Ictar explains to the Doctor very slowly that they just can't be asked being peaceful anymore. So Tegan and Preston uh, get put into a room with Turlo and Bulick where they escape to get the Doctor. They then make their way to the chemical store. The Sea Devil then notices the prisoners have escaped and they cannot find the Doctor. The Sea Devils, uh, the Silurians then put a shitty box, so they call the manipulator, mm. on top of the computer. The Sea Devil follows the, follows the Doctor and the crew into the store. The Doctor drops a spanner or something. What does he drop? Uh, and the Sea Devil shoots a canister and dies with green snot in his eyes. The Silurians then fire the missiles. The Doctor starts to feed the gas through the vents. The Doctor gets found by the Sea Devil who is ordered to kill him. The Doctor then makes it to the bridge and reasons with the Silurians. The Doctor orders Nielsen to stop the gas, but he doesn't manage, disabling the Silurians. The Doctor synchronizes himself with the computer. The Silurians start to come around, but shoot the commander. The Doctor stops the missiles, but everybody's dead. There should have been another way. Episode 4? Thoughts? Thoughts? I'll have more thoughts than they did. I like to see Devil dying. Snot. Yeah, the snot. It's cool. One of my favourite lines from Doctor Who is in episode 4. Where the all Doctor Who. Of all, of all Doctor Who, I think it's fantastic. What? Because it's so crap. It's such, it's such a crap piece of dialogue that it stayed with me since the first time I saw it. Yeah. Where the commander says, You'll get no help from me, Solurian! <laughs> You'll get no help from me, Solurian. That and uh, what was this uh, place you say? Of course, it's the fast. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what can we say? So the Solurians can't be asked being peaceful anymore. Just because they've been waiting for so long. Well, we've met them before. Yeah. And all, years ago. Yeah, all they want to do is live on Earth because they were the original inhabitants of Earth. See? Yeah. And all the Earth folks said, no, we're not having that. No, we're planning that. They're like, oh, fuck you then. <laughs> well, they oh, fuck you then. We will just carry on. Uh, and so on, yeah. and so on. Um, so they can't be asked being peaceful anymore. So they decide that the best thing to do is to blow up the sea base yeah. and make the two sides kill each other to wipe out the human race. Mm. It's a good plan. I think it's a great idea, but it's a bit... Why? Like, you could just live under the sea, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. With the... Uh, when Florians come back in New Who, I think they just live underground. It's nothing to do with the sea. I don't remember. Well, it's just underground. And 
they just say, right, well, we've got masses of armies, we can just take over the planet. But our technology is far superior. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll just take over the planet. And it's their relationship and stuff like that. And it's real tense. It's, it's a good episode. Two parts, actually. But this goes in with the idea that they're the big bad and they're only this horribly one dimensional. Well, and they just want to occupy the land when they're sea dwellers anyway. I, I don't understand. They are completely pointless in this story. Much yeah. like the Sontarans in The Two Doctors. And the fact that the Silurians mm. keep saying excellent is a very Cyberman thing. Yeah. Excellent. Awful. Over and over again. And they, that's, they only seem to reply that way. But you could easily make this a Cyberman story. You could easily make it, say, one of them threw a grenade by accident beginning, and slowly the water's coming in. Yeah, just to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's that brain dead. They don't do anything. It's... There's no point for the Sea Devils and the Silurians to be there. No. There's a point for the Macro to be there. Merka. Merka. Yeah. You need to have that scene. Where that woman karate kicks him. Yeah, well, that needs to be in everything. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. It's a, it's a it's a bad. You've done a bad when you can just replace the villain with it, either yeah. any any other villain, or in this case, yes, just inanimate things like water. Uh, just and it's, it's just the fact that they get killed at the end as well. That sad that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Uh, it's, it's just it's a bit odd. Um, there is a bit I liked at the, the end, though. There's a message at the end. Yeah. The doctor had the picture and everyone kills everyone. You know, it kills each other. So, yeah, he's just trying to be the go-between. Yeah, it's like, like the mediator. You, you do you. Yeah. We'll all live together. The teacher, isn't he? I like that. I think like in this case, he was taking out the picture right in the where it mattered most. Yeah. And that's the result when the doctor's not there. I like that. Uh, yeah, and Davison is excellent in it. For what he gets to do, anyway. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't want to be an old record saying I want to see more of the Doctor and all day, but... Yeah. He really... He wasn't in it much, right? What? <laughs> Peter Davison. He wasn't in the story much. Well. Well. In the David Tennant came out then. Well, um... He's in a fair amount, isn't he, really? I suppose it's he just kills the sorts the murder, right? Yeah, and he's the sort of mediator between. You know, yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. It's just he doesn't really do much, I suppose. But Tegan just Tegan does nothing. That's why he said woman because and Taylor doesn't really do anything other than help be a cock. Did Preston helps that the yeah, blonde girl into yeah. the hatch. It's right. Do you remember when he almost slipped up? Yeah. Coming out of the vent? What is that? I really hope he fell over. Um. Yeah. I, I, I have literally nothing else to say, I don't think. Um. Is it? Yeah. I was going to say. Mm. I think the music's pretty good. I remembered this one. It's, um. 
it's, I think it's mostly, it seems like a DX7. Just one synth. I think the drums sound like an RX11. So I'm pretty sure Jonathan Gibbs is probably endorsed by Yamaha at this point. Mm. Uh, Yamaha DX7, RX11 for all the snare drummy stuff. It's pretty good, especially the more atmospheric stuff, like when you're in the Sea Devils uh, wakey up chamber thing, mm. whatever it's called. Mm. Um, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's well. There's no real action y no. stuff. Yeah, not that I'm saying it needs to be fast or beat or anything like that, but. No, it's, there's just not a lot of difference to it, I think. No. It's one, very one note. Mm. Um, but I think it works pretty good. What it works for, I don't know. Well, the thing is, the music hasn't got a lot to help. You know, <laughs> you can't really do anything. How am I supposed to improve this? This is the worst story we've done so far, isn't it? No. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I think I might hold that. Ever? Yeah. New Annals? Yeah. No. Why, what? Love of Monsters? At least it was slightly competent. Oh no, I, 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 oh, no, I surprised you then with my scoring. Um, no way this is better than Love of Monsters. Yeah, oh yes. Yes, Why? it's better than Love of Monsters. Because it's Doctor Who. It's crap. But this is what, like, Doctor Who is. I'm not saying Doctor Who's crap. You know, it's, it's a formula of Doctor Who that, honestly, it works. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like when people think of Doctor Who, this is the sort of thing they think of, isn't it? Monsters, a base. You know, this is to the layman Doctor Who. This is this is like the basic blueprint of how to do a Doctor Who story. Probably, yeah. And your job is to improve on this. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, this it. is probably 80s Who in a nutshell. Well, no, it isn't. Actually, it isn't, is it? Because this, the base under siege thing is more of a 60s, 70s thing. But they're like, this is the, they've sort of forgotten how to do it. Mm. But, um, so this is one up from Love Monsters, but below everything else we've done. Oh, it's the crappiest thing. There's no forgiving it. Please, the production is... Don't give a shit. Change the story, then. Do something else. To be fair, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I really didn't well, hate it. Like yeah. you know, this... I didn't hate it. I didn't find it too boring. It's very... It feels a bit Eric Saywood as well, I would say. Oh. Just... Uh... I'm never quite sure what it is, to put you, but you can sort of feel that Eric Saywood is involved. Like, just... Sweaty hands all over it. Sweaty hands. Eric's sweaty hands. <laughs> just. Yeah, it just feels like, oh god, it could have been so good. Is Eric Sayward part of this? <laughs> I just got myself completely wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who is he? Script editor. So, yeah, Eric Sayward was involved. Um, um, should we just should we do ratings? Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> cool. Bad. How red are we talking? Uh, it's the depth of red. <clears throat> if you think... Right, close your eyes. I'm thinking. 
let's say that there's a red out there yeah. that's so red. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at it, your eyes burn. That red? Yeah. This is the worst thing you've ever seen, is it? Mm. I thought you no. took it like a moon base. I didn't. So you think the moon base is better than us? Yeah. Wow. You hated the moon base. If we're looking at this, <laughs> right, objectively, right, okay. it's shit. But Moonbase is somewhat competently shit. Okay. Where this is it's tripping over itself and it's just a mess. But it does have some funny moments. But I can watch them on YouTube. So I'm out. <laughs> red. Proper red. Okay. Yeah. This is the worst episode I have seen of Doctor Who. Nice. What about you? Hmm. It's not great. Don't go Amber. It's not great. Don't you dare. It's not great. But <coughs> I do enjoy it every time I watch it. I don't watch it that often. Because for some reason, the Peter Davison era in my head, sort of, I always forget it's there. I don't know why. Well, predominantly, I'm not a big fan of Tegan. And he's there, she's, he, she's there for, like, pretty much his whole run. His whole run. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it sort of puts me off. It's just one of my least favourite companions. So I always forget it exists, but when I go back to the Davis and stuff, I enjoy the stories. But I just... I'm gonna go a very, very low amber. Because it has got rewatched for me. I can't rewatch it. Yeah. I'm gonna go low amber. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we think, does it? It matters... I'm just trying to... Amber. Yes. How? How? Do you know what? When I watched, when I watched the first episode, mm. I was hooked. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah. And I thought the first episode was pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Nice and tense. Are we sure? Yeah. Alright. I'm sure. I'm watching the next one with you because it. The first one was pretty great. Hmm. Can I just... <laughs> I enjoyed the first episode. But we just discussed how bad it was. Yes, but it's still enjoyable. It's awful. This story is awful, but I enjoy it. Right, okay. But you won't go red? No. I enjoy it too much for it to be red. But it's not great. Would you recommend it to someone? That's what ratings are, aren't they? Probably not. No. But there are very few classic Who ones that I, I would recommend. Especially the ones that are my favourites. Because I just don't think... They're that good. No, I just don't think the format suits how people think Doctor Who is now. No, wait. I say I love Doctor Who. Love it. And Doctor Who nuts. 
Yeah. But I've never stepped into the bounds of old who. But I'm dying. Where do I start, Harold? You start with a short story. Because I think if you give somebody the war games, it'll be fine. Ten pounds. It's brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. But it just won't hold people's attention. Because if you like Doctor Who and you're obsessed with it, New Who. Yeah. No, I've never seen New Who. Well, how do you know you're obsessed with it? I just, I'm absolutely obsessed. I'd say start with New Who then. I just don't know how. So you wouldn't recommend this to anyone? No. And I, you know it's shit. Yeah, it's not great. All right, but I enjoy it. All right. Like I say, it doesn't matter what we think. Let's do feedback. So we've got three bits of feedback this time. Do you want me to go first? What do you want to go? First? I'll go first. Go on. So our first bit of feedback comes from Nick Widdett. And this is about Warriors of the Deep. Imagine Warriors of the Deep shot on a set with a Mandalorian-style lighting and lifting sets. Imagine you only get a glimpse of the fearsome Merka beast. There's actually a decent base on the sea story there, with characters you can root for and feel bad about their fates. Oh yeah, they'll die, we didn't talk about that. Well, sure, I like it so I'll defend it, but I don't think the Merka was the worst beast of season 21. The Magma Beast, was there a shortage of interesting memes? Was a complete joke, another obvious bloke in a suit job, but nobody grumbles about it because it's in the caves of Flippin' Androzani and it's not highlighted so brutally. That is true. And I think... That's why, you know, when I said I first saw the Merka, mm. I wasn't too fussed about it because my favourite old who, Kiz Angelani, it has a mix. Absolutely right, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I've already seen it, you know. Um, I'm willing to take that. We'll give it a No. Take that. Give it a pass. Yeah, I'm willing to give it. A pass. Okay. But I... No, shit. Sorry, Nick. I just think it's shit. <laughs> At least you got a friend in Nick, though. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Thanks, Nick. Uh, next, on, uh, next up is Ian Warner. Uh, Warriors of the Deep was a victim of circumstance, with so many hilarious tales of everything that could go wrong going wrong on set. From Ingrid Pitt's totally improvised karate kick to the fact that Merka's poor operators were unable to see a high, <laughs> a high as a kite on paint and glue fumes. <laughs> it is also credited as the moment that Peter Davison decided to leave because he couldn't stop giggling at stuff like this and ruining takes. That said, it's an ambitious and imaginative story with a lot going for it, including better looking Solurians than, than who managed. Though the Sea Devil's sudden interest in Japanese fashion and stone green panto horse in the room often overshadow that. It looks like you've got another friend in Ian. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I wouldn't give it anything. Why? There's just no idea. It's funny. To be fair, if I was going to say to me mum, you know this podcast we would do, this is the shit we watch. And she'll have a right laugh. Well, there you go. It's good for something, then. Kill the moon. Alright. 
is the sort of utter disaster of a story that just couldn't happen in the classic series because of the mechanism of the script editor and producer being counters to each other's authority. Every single one of the cast clearly knew that there was a stinker and were having the time of their lives. Capaldi's comment on the making of Doc documentary about his hand-me-down spacesuit still reeking of tenants' hair gel yeah. actually ruined take. And yes, I'm happy for them. But what was produced and downright offensively awful in a way that even the weekly disasters of the Russell T. Davis, fuck me, of the Russell T. Davis era managed to avoid. Add to that the disturbing, hopefully unintentional, anti-abortion subtext that saw Capaldi's haters weaponize his religion against him. And yeah, this is one of the... the and yeah, this is definitely one of my bottom ten pretty permanently. Hmm. Christ. Oh. Is the anti-abortion subtext there? Well, I thought something about abortion because of the whole egg thing, should you kill it, it's not born yet, so it doesn't matter. Or does it matter? Thing. It's very loose, but I think there's something there. I mean, you could make a connection about... Nearly doesn't really delve into, like, grand things like that. I'm not too sure on that. Mm. It seems very out of place for him to do it, although they they do lots of out-of-place things, they do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. But thanks for those two bits oh, of feedback okay. here. Also the third piece. And this one's from Keith Day. Yes! <laughs> Poor old Warriors of the Deep. They tried so hard, but fate was against them. However, with the right friends and suitably intoxicated, it is very entertaining in a way that more average stories never are. Kill the Moon, great fun and creepy until that debate makes it a rather uncomfortable watch and then the egg. Mmm, the egg. As much as I try to adore all of who, I struggle with the egg. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for those three bits of feedback. Um, I think all that is left is for us to say which stories we're going to be doing next. Ah, there. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks to everybody who's left us a review on the iTunes store as well. Um, thanks everybody for listening, and we shall see you next week. Gonna be no. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.